and welcome to the Reality Blows podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And this is also a podcast about us. Oh, nice. You <laughs> slipped it in. That's good. Do you like that? So, what about us? Um, we're just living our lives. We've had a day. It's Sunday. I haven't seen you all day. I saw you a little bit. Did we talk? Yeah, we talked a little bit. What happened? Um... I worked in the morning. Uh huh. And uh, you slept till twelve thirty. Fascinating, <laughs> fascinating. You did sleep. I will say, last night is the first uh, real night sleep I've had in about two months. I have been waking up every night around three a.m. for reasons that I'm not completely sure of, but I do think it's mainly caffeine intake. That has been causing that. But last night I slept through the night. I had some crazy dreams where sea monsters were battling to the death. And then I woke up and it was about 1 p.m. <laughs> almost 1. I called you after I was done working uh, in the morning and you were just getting up. Nick and I's jobs um, have started again. Yeah. Uh, our little couple of week break off, weeks breaks off as ended. So we're back to teaching the kids, the LOLs and the JKs. Molden young comedy minds. And um, I'm ready for a break again. What? <laughs> we just started. It yeah. does feel like we've been on a real long break. I do. Um, I'd like to go back to you sleeping till 1230. I, I like when we talked about it initially, you... We're, are really trying to play this off of you like sort of nerding out on sleep you're like yeah because i i called you and i'm like what's up and you're like i'm just trying to get my stuff together i just got up it was like a quarter to one and i'm like okay and you're like yeah you know what i've decided i'm i'm getting into sleep i'm just getting into it yeah i'm, I'm, I'm like gonna start like really following sleep yeah it's my new thing i mean i usually get obsessed with something for about three to six months whether it's stickers or blogs or journaling or you know local designers i don't know what do i get obsessed with nick sometimes wine it depends on when we're you know uh what 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 uh holiday we're closest to i usually have a thing that i'm into for a while um it was recently i'm coming off a uh, minimalist youtube video um content binge where i'm just watching a lot of people talk about how they're into minimalism which is actually not very minimalist of me to watch so many videos about minimalism believe it or not that is counter uh productive but my new thing i've decided for the fall is going to be sleep i'm getting into sleep yeah it's interesting to get into it yeah i want to have the highest quality of sleep i've been having real bad sleep for a while and um i think it's time to fix it yeah and i'm gonna be proactive i'm gonna be uh, drinking <laughs> you know herbal teas before i go to bed and taking magnesium before i go to bed and and uh you know I don't know. I don't know what else to Hash, do. Hashtag death to alarm clocks. Um, is that, so, that going to be like your thing? Your hashtag you're pushing? No, it's less alarm clocks and more just get me through the night. Okay. Now, the own, the culprits so far waking up to the night tend to be my own anxiety, um, temperature, lots of temperature changes in and out of our apartment, and also you. You make a lot of noise and you wake me up. And you're looking at our cat right now, Lily. No, I'm looking at you, oh. Nick Maritato. Oh, so I'm the problem. Well, sometimes. It's interesting. Sometimes it's interesting. you are. It's, it's interesting we found our way here you once know. again. <laughs> 
to the old uh, Nick's the problem. Nick's the root of all evil. Oh my a road god, we've been down so many times. Yeah, I was before. when I was going over how I was getting into sleep today. I was doing a little journaling about it, and I was like, things I could eliminate to get better sleep. And one of the things was uh, sleeping in a bed with Nick. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if you can eliminate that. It's illegal to not sleep in a bed with me. You know that, right? I do have friends. I have a, a, a friend, a couple of friends who, they're friends and they are All also right. a couple. Who are they? They are friends who are also a These couple. These people don't exist. And they, um, they sleep in two different beds. They have two different rooms and they're very happy. They're engaged, but they just don't sleep well together. Well, I have friends who uh, sleep in bunk beds and they're miserable. You don't have any, you don't know a damn one person <laughs> who sleeps in a bunk bed. Name them now. Oh, Nick. come on. Everybody knows uh, Alvin and uh, uh, the chipmunks. Oh my God. You know them? They didn't even sleep in a bunk bed. Whatever. All Ugh. I'm saying is, come on, you got to stay sleeping in a bed with me. God. It's Sunday. I really thought I was going to have. I don't snore have... anymore. You don't snore anymore. There you go. And that's pretty cool. That is that pretty is cool. Pretty, Thank you. That is pretty cool. Nick used to snore. And I was like, well, I guess he's not the one. Because yeah. uh, I can't, you can't be with a snorer for your whole life. Because that just means you're always going to be waking up in the middle of the night to someone snoring. But he was really, he, he took it upon himself to listen to me and sleep on his side. And that changed everything. No, I lost 100 pounds. No, you first started sleeping on your side yeah. and that changed everything and but every now and then you would roll back over onto your back and you would snore again but then you lost 100 pounds and that was a real nail in the coffin for yeah. the whole snoring debacle yeah and just to be clear i would have stayed with you if you continued to snore. sure sure yeah. I, hey man shout out to the keto guido i'll tell you what i was uh on instagram one night while you were trying to sleep and i was scrolling through the internet jesus and uh you gotta stop looking at the internet before you go to bed man i find some interesting things right before i go to bed like no, you stay up all night staring at your screen did you know no phones in the bed that instagram has an endless stream of street fights you just put in that hashtag street fights why and you can do just you watch like an, literally watching an endless people stream. fight i mean it's not people it's people on the street no it's people <laughs> you want to watch people argue why i don't know, I don't know. Before honestly you go to bed see this podcast could easily shift into just a street fight podcast for me <laughs> i, I <laughs> I think I could just watch street rep fight videos on the internet and then come and report back. I do recaps of them on Tuesdays. Are you telling me that before you go to sleep, before you close your little eyes and you drift off into dreamland, uh, before you, you close those baby blues and you drift no, off into- I got brown <laughs> eyes, Ashley. We're literally two feet away from one another's eyes. And you drift off into dreamland where your mind unfurls its petals and your creativity blossoms and your unconscious runs wild and your body takes a chance to rebuild itself and truly rest. You decide before you go on that journey, you're going to watch a bunch of strangers fight each other in the street. Oh, tons of them. Uh, I mean, the other night, I, I'll tell you, I watched about 400 of them in a row before I went to bed the other night and... Uh, the suggested videos for me the following day on the Instagram uh, main page or whatever you want to call it where they suggest things for you, not the most savory accounts. Uh, it it kind of screwed up my algorithms and all that stuff. So I got to go back to watching long form interviews uh, with rappers under the age of 18 because that's pretty much the other thing that's going on is I'm I'm watching people. Uh, who are not legal adults talk about how rich they are off of three songs from the internet. 
You know, I thought you were better at social media than me. I thought you were better at not consuming it. But I'm realizing you might be worse because you consume it before you go to bed. And you consume it right when you wake up. But you're just not looking at it throughout the day. I look at it throughout the day. I just don't look at it throughout the day like you do. You scroll throughout the day no matter what. And it's also, you do that while you're doing other things. So if we are watching a show, for instance, you'll yeah. be scrolling maybe sometimes through commercials, maybe sometimes not if you're not that into it. Uh, when we're you know out and about, if we're at if we're at a restaurant, not not while we're eating, but before and after, you're scrolling a lot on the internet. If I we kind of stay up with the Joneses, well, it's if we're done speaking, you'll be done speaking with me, and then you'll move to the phone. But I don't know, I, I I'm not any less addicted to uh, social media than you. I don't think I am. I think a lot of us, I think it's kind of the norm to pretty much be scrolling most of the time you're awake. You know what we should do is we should get those trackers on our phone that tell you like what what sites you spend the most time on on your phone. And then find, why are you shaking your head I at know, me? I know those sites. You I don't, go to, but I you go don't to two know. Th- I go to two sites. You don't know how long you're on. Like you might put this track on your phone and be like, oh, I'm on Instagram for three hours a day. That's insane. Like we should figure out how much we do and then we should take a break from our phones. What if, what if we did a phone fast? I'm, I'm out. Why? I don't want to do that. Why? Because it's the one thing that I like. The one thing. You like everything. (laughs) Your whole life is letting you have your one thing. Yeah. My whole life is on this phone. I mean, come on. Get get, You talking about keeping up with the Joneses. You leave your phone somewhere for a half hour. You've probably lost out on upwards of 20 grand worth of work. You know what I mean? Like, What are you talking about? I'm a drug dealer. I'm a drug dealer. Uh, You're so addicted to your phone. I accidentally took Nick's phone yesterday because for some reason he bought the same phone case as me. And so they're very easily, it's very easy to mistake the one for the other. God, he's looking at me. He's so mad no, right I'm now. No, I'm just saying, I'm just waiting for you to finish your your statement. So I took the wrong phone and went to work. And this is not a big deal for me. I mean, it was kind of a big deal because I was like running late and I would have liked to have texted my boss and tell her. But um, that's just a regular life situation. Hey, keep those out of this podcast, please. <laughs> I don't want to hear the word boss one more time. I mean, for crying out loud, we're trying to enjoy ourselves here. This is what we do on our leisure time. I will say that I uh, I was fine with not having my phone, but Nick was like, he came to my job to get the phone. He was like, you ruined my day. Very upset with me. No, I wasn't upset with you. Mm-hmm. I I was upset with you, but <laughs> I, it was just like you, you. This was the second time that you've left they look with my the phone. Same. It doesn't matter. It's never happened to me before. Yeah, so but what 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 is the difference? I don't know. It's happened to you twice recently. I just grab a phone. I run out. What? I'm always like five minutes late, so I'm just grabbing whatever is around Here's me. I'm thing. grabbing the cat. I'm grabbing my phone. I'm preparing to leave for the day, yeah. and a lot of that has to do with like, oh, I'm going to go to get some food over here, and maybe I'll listen to this podcast, and I got to go to work, so I'll make sure I listen to this on the train, or I want to read on the train, so I got to drown out the sound with my uh, easy listening instrumental playlist that I've made, and I can't do any of that now because you've taken my phone out of the burrow. You've put it in your bag. And the other thing is now I have to communicate with you this. And so I'm talking through your phone, through Siri, and you're, you know, uh, texting expletives back at me because you're upset. It, it just becomes a debacle that I feel like uh, is completely your fault. I will take. I will say it is my fault. It has to be. It's my fault. I'm not even saying it's not my fault. I only brought that up to prove that you're more addicted to your phone than me. But it's honestly a mute point because it's like, I am also addicted to my phone. Who am I kidding? 
Uh, Nick, what have we been watching? Oh, is that how you're going to transition? Well, I just, before we do our, before we transition into our reality television segment, mm-hmm. let's talk about the non-reality television we've been watching. I know you hate to do this on the I, pod. I don't really want to do this. But I want, I want to tell our listeners. You can say whatever you want, but I'm keeping I want, zipped no, lips you're going to say something about this, Loose okay? lips sync reality television show podcast, Ash. You know you, that old adage. I, intri- Nick and I watched, um, we binge watched one season of a reality show this week. So we watched the whole season of it, and then we we caught up with some of our faves. But while we did that, we also watched uh, a few episodes of the first season of Friday Night Lights. That's right, folks. Nick Maritato had never seen Friday Night Lights, the NBC show that started in 2006. And I got to show <laughs> it to him, and we he likes it. No, it's great, but uh, I I'm I I drag my feet on these things because I don't like scripted. Te- I don't like you scripted, hate scripted stuff. stuff. I just don't like it. Yeah, but you liked Friday Night Lights. If it's not sold to me as being real, I don't really care about it that much. Why did you like the Friday Night Lights as it opposed to other shows I have tried to show you? It's a well. It, this was a good show. I enjoy. Is uh, it good? Yeah. It seems pretty poorly written. No, in, in no, retrospect, no, no. it's great soap opera. See, I it's like a good soap I like opera. soap opera. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I can. I don't have uh, the patience for a drama that takes itself too seriously. It's got to be really, really good. Or it's got to be unscripted. Yeah. I was thinking about this. I realized I like watching documentaries more than I like watching the source material that the documentary is on. So mm. like if there is, I, I, I will watch a documentary like on any band person, um, musician, artist, yeah. you know, and um, I usually, you know, if I see a documentary and I'm not too, I don't know what the source, I will go and get myself up to speed just so I could watch the documentary. Right. I mean, people aren't, I feel like somebody should make a documentary version of like literally any, everything, well, everything that I am interested in. Yeah. I would watch like an, a long form documentary on anything. Meanwhile, cut to me. I don't want to see a freaking documentary. I want to watch the original thing. I mean, a lot of the times the original thing is cool, but they make documentaries will make that original thing seem like it was the most important thing that's ever happened to mankind. I bet you would have been a great archivist. I kind of archive things in my brain. Yeah, you should be a librarian. Honestly, we're all archivists. Archivists, archivists, archivists. I don't know. Archivists. We're all, we're all these this whatever it is because yeah. of our uh, uh, search history, our history yeah. on our. I mean, you can go well, back to our seeing, timelines. Yeah, sure. Our timelines is sort of the the art that we put out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm saying it's art, and uh, every time you tweet, that's art, guys. So everybody's an artist now. And uh, anybody can do whatever they want because of the internet and our phones. And that's what I'm just trying to say. And no one hears anybody because everybody's screaming at everybody else. We're also watching uh, Peep Show. Peep Show, Peep British Show. comedy, BBC, yes. the longest running British comedy on the on Channel One in England. Wow, you have all of these great facts. Why do I know out. that? That was weird <laughs> that that just came out of my mouth. I, it's funny. These are the, this is the most facts. The fact that you knew that Friday Night Lights started in two thousand six blew me away. <laughs> and now hearing this, I don't know where that came from. The longest running British sitcom on on, on BBC e- One on BBC One or BBC Channel Four. It's either Channel One or Channel. Four. Channel Four might be their comedy. Channel. Okay, maybe it's Channel Four. It's the longest running um, comedy sitcom that they've ever had. Is it still? Are they still making new seasons? I though? don't think they're still making new seasons. Well, if it's on Hulu, guys, there are nine series. That's right, series in England. They call them series, and they're short. You can like they're like six episodes each. 
Uh, I watched the first couple back in the day, and then uh, I was like, oh, uh, one day I'll get to this. And then Ashley the other day was like, let's watch Peep Show. Why did you decide that you wanted to watch Peep Show? I was sort of craving it. I'm not sure why. Um, Okay, so Peep Show is created by two comedians named Mitchell and Webb, and they had a sketch show called um, The Mitchell and Webb Show. What was it called? They've had a bunch of sketch shows. One of them is called That Mitchell and Webb look i think what's the one with number wang i believe that's that mitchell and webb look okay so i i don't know why they tickle me so much but their humor is something that i can always revisit you know something that is unfortunate about being a comedian is it can kind of take away the joy out of watching comedy for me at times because i'm i'm critiquing it i'm not allowing myself to really get into it i'm comparing it i don't know what my deal is because I know other comedians, um, a couple, love to watch comedy, but I'm just not one of them at the moment. But Mitchell and Webb, I can always watch because it always feels so different than whatever it is I'm doing. And maybe it's just because they're British, but I was just craving Peep Show. I don't know why I wanted to rewatch it, but I did. And we started to, and I'm thankful. Peep Show's really funny. I forgot how funny it was. Uh, we have been laughing out loud to the first season. And honestly, a lot of them... A Sorry, lot... I just remembered a scene. Remember when he went... Yeah, he, he made a face. You're right. That's great podcast stuff. Make, referencing a television show, a scripted television show, oh, uh, by using a facial feature. Let's thing. just get into the reality show part. Okay. Okay, see you guys in a second. We're going to hear... We'll hear... They'll hear bloop, us. Bloop, 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 bloop. We're back. Guys, did you miss us? I know it's a split second, but <laughs> honestly, it's four days later. and So uh, much has happened. So much has happened. No, it's not four Nick days later. Nick and I took a phone fast. I did have to say, uh, I, had to, I had to make sure nobody thought I was being serious. People will think you're being serious. Yeah. Um, so you have to make sure everybody knows that totally not serious. Everything that I've ever said, not serious. He just is always fibbing, y'all. You know what's serious as F? What? Um, Floribama, sure, the past couple episodes. Tell me about it, because I opted out of this season after I watched the first episode. There has been, uh, Brittany was, uh, rumored to be pregnant. Ooh. Um, she took a pregnancy test. This is, this is the big thing. And then, uh, she tells Nilsa that she had a miscarriage. She did not know that she was pregnant, like, last year or something. Had a miscarriage. Dang. Like, and... Now she is might be pregnant again from that uh, no good boyfriend that she had on the show, and she's scared and she's really upset that it. I mean, we talk trash on the show; it's fine. Honestly, it's being edited as she's really upset that she can't drink. Like it's just like it's just hindering her partying, and she seems put off by this. She tells Nilsa to not tell anybody else about her miscarriage, but they eventually tell her that she she might be pregnant. Um, a lot of drama happens, and then they she find out she goes to the doctor, finds out she's not pregnant. Ooh, hallelujah! They, they, a woman who is worried that she can't drink shouldn't get pregnant. Yeah, it's tough. Was that judgmental of me? A, a little, but I kind of I guess I would agree. I don't know. Maybe a man who's worried he can't drink shouldn't get pregnant too. Sure, no one should get go. pregnant. You've you've fixed it. No one should be drinking. No one should get pregnant. So they throw her a happy you're not pregnant party instead Ugh. of like a baby shower or whatever. That. Everything you've said so far has made me mad. It's on the beach. They they drink. Um, uh, Kodai makes this like cuckoo cuckoo boo juice. 
okay in a cooler mm-hmm. so it seems like they just put put a bunch of vodka in like they fill up a cooler it's it, it's not like you put the drink in a cooler no i ice. get what you're saying no, they just yeah. use a huge cooler to right. put the drink in as if the cooler was like a pitcher yes but it's not even like uh like one of those uh coolers that you would see like on a football field where you get the gatorade from that's like, where what i'm assuming is happening no, you know the one you roll yeah that, like box and you can like act, you pull the beers out of and you can actually sit on it yeah like the, a bench. the they, igloo the igloo yep, they fill that container with alcohol and fruit punch and they call it cuckoo boo juice actually they don't say what's in it ever they never say what's in it it's clearly a fruit punch like jungle juice like mix but they uh kodai's calling a cuckoo boo juice or something like that. Okay. And, and so they're, they're partying. They party. Party pretty hard. Um, and then we find out at the end of that episode that Jeremiah's grandfather died. So Jesus. so that's what's going on in Florida, Shore, guys. It's, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, it's it's not exactly the Jersey Shore. It sounds it's, dark. It's dark. It's shitty. Like, all right. if right. I'm sure we have tons of fans on the Florida line. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we have thousands of them. That's where the, all the blowhards are. Yeah. I don't want to offend you guys, but that area, that party area that you would call the Floribama Shore or whatever it was called before the marketing of this show, I wouldn't really want to hang there. It yeah. seems scary and it's bo- it seems really boring. They don't do anything but go to like two shitty rodeo bars and then there's this one like cheesy club that they sometimes go to. Mm. Um this is the most boring show to be on MTV in a long time as far as reality shows. I don't know how it's doing in the ratings. Not well. It can't get a third season. Yeah, these I'm people, pretty sure it's getting canceled. These people need to move on. And I'm gonna. I'm just going to say this. Cody Butts, you were ruling the first half of the season. I need you, bro. The past three episodes, it's been melodramatic. You're kind of in the background. You're not doing much. Your runner is the fact that you're trying to lose weight, but you're still eating carbs. I need you, dude. And I know that this is already in the I thought he can. was causing trouble in a mean way. Kodai's the best on that what? show. What? He's great. I love Kodai. He's hilarious. Oh, my hilarious. God. What are you talking about? In the first episode, we decided we hated him. No, Kodai's great. He's great. He's great. I love him. Wow. I, lo- I love him. You pledge allegiance to Kodai? A- Amy? Amy, you're not doing anything. Did you get sick or something, Amy? Wait, like, which one's Amy? The blonde? Amy's the blonde. She was hilarious in the first season. She Big is girl. Bigger girl. She is not... Well, there's only one blonde on Wait, the show. Wait, Brittany? No, Brittany is the tall, skinny one. I thought her name there. was Courtney. Oh, that is Courtney. Oh, no wonder I didn't know. Who, when you Courtney. kept saying That's Brittany, how much. there you go. When you kept saying Brittany, I thought you were talking about the blonde girl because I could not nope. remember her name, nope. and I was like, he's definitely not talking about Pillhead Courtney. No, she. No, I am I talking about Courtney. I shouldn't hey guys, call her a Pillhead. So, That's hey, not fair. Hey, sorry, sorry guys, but if you're loving this show and you got offended by that and you listen to this show, you could stop listening to this show. All right, I challenge you. Wow, Nick, you're drawing a line in the I sand. I challenge you. Floribama Shore is depressing. It's sad. It's boring, and Kodai's not doing anything, and neither is Amy. And Wait a minute. Also, hold on. Hold Oh, <laughs> I, I just hope that they just they had this guy coming on, Candace's boyfriend or whatever, coming yeah, on. Yeah, Michael Third, the alligator 19. Yeah, yes, and this alligator man, and he came on. He seemed on. cool. No, he wasn't cool. He just came oh. on. He kind of rolled with the punches and kind of got offended and left, and then we haven't really seen him. It, She's my favorite. How's she doing? Candace is fine. People seem to hate her this season. What? I don't know why. 
A bunch of people hated her. In the house? Courtney slash Britney, like, was her, her best friend. Her name is Courtney. Yeah. Courtney and her Whatever. are tight. She, 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 uh, she's, like, disowned her. What? Or something over a fight. She chose the guys instead. Her and Gus hate each other. It, it's tough. It's a tough, it's tough. What's going on with Courtney's scummy boyfriend? She, like, left him in this whole pregnancy scare, like, ran away from him. And then Jeez. he, like, stalked the house like a crazy guy on no. speed. Like he ran, she he like ran from the club home to her house and like started like showing up in like windows. No, like while they're in the bathroom, like all of a sudden he's like popping his head through a window. No, and then he, he comes right into the house. It's unlocked, you know. Holy shit! Mic'd up, I think. Oh, <laughs> I okay. Maybe, well, there I, you go. Actually, I don't know that he was mic'd up. You know what? MTV, I don't. I, I don't actually don't think he was. No, I bet he was because um, if you remember on the Jersey Shore two weeks ago when Jen popped up into the hotel room and yep. it was supposed to be unannounced and she's there with her friend and she's mic'd like, up. "Where is the fuck is Ron?" They both were mic'd up. Mic'd up. Mic'd up as a motherfucker. So man. MTV, we see what you're doing. Listen, uh, that's all I got to say about this. Just uh, this is me saying, stop it. Wait, just who stop, are you saying stop, stop the saying, show? Listen, I'm saying I'm saying everybody. Except stop for Kodai. Stop watching it. Stop making it. Kodai, pick it up. <laughs> those are my those are my thoughts. Uh, I can't believe you called Brittany Courtney. I mean Courtney Brittany. <sighs> who cares? Uh, I'm I'm bummed about um I don't know, I've, that whole show. And you know what? From one set of losers to a group of twenty two losers, let's talk about Are You the One? I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Are you the one is like unsavory it's just Ugh. like what is going on in there it, it's Ugh. this season has been um pretty boring they've only shown correct me if i'm wrong we've seen what like seven episodes four five six episodes yeah we've See, seen i say six out of 22 people i think we've seen four or five of them yeah like, we've uh, seen five storylines well i know a lot on this podcast will we'll harp on the fact where it's like who the hell is that guy he showed up out of nowhere he's been on the show this happens every scene yeah are you the one you're like yeah. Who is that guy? Yeah. Finally, this week, we got to know Mo some more. Mo, the the only person I'm interested in in the whole freaking house. And all they did was tell us that he cooks and cleans and sleeps. And shout out to Reddit. I went on to the uh, Are You The One Reddit thread. Oh, really? And uh, it might just be the challenge Reddit thread that they use as Are You The One as well. No, they have their own page. Okay, so I'm think, impressed, by the way, with you doing that. Because, Nick, you don't really like, you don't really go I mean, on Reddit. I've been getting into it lately. I oh. Mean, I'm not posting, but looking. Okay. And uh, are lurking. So uh, there was somebody who, who there was just a, a thread on on the subreddit for Ari the one that just said I am Mo. And I was oh. like, I'm like, oh, is he gonna talk? And it just clicked it, and it was just sort of a gif of him like cleaning up and sleeping. And he was like, this is who I would be if I was on this show. I'd be just sleeping, trying to get through it. He's the only normal person on the show. Everybody else on the show is crazy. Yeah. Uh, and they're awful, and they're disgusting, yeah. and they're terrible. Yeah. I am Mo. And then, like, literally, it started a chain reaction of people commenting on that, being like, I am Mo. I am Mo. It had so many upvotes. It was, like, a bunch of people being like, yeah, like, I needed to see what people thought about them killing Mo. This, I mean, not they didn't literally kill him, but there's just a whole, like, uh, half of a scene, dedic- a whole half of a scene dedicated to everybody on the show talking about this one guy who's like, how come he's not a slime ball like the rest of us? He's boring. Yeah. Like, all he does is clean the whole house and then cook for us and yeah. he's like a really nice guy and he's pretty handsome and he sleeps and he's boring get him out of here <laughs> if he's not lying and having sex with to and from and with everybody else on this show you're gone and normally i'd agree ash yeah 
but not on this show. There, this, there's something interesting that's happening on this show because Are You the One has always sprouted scumbags. I mean, scumbags thrive on Are You the One, but there's always something redeemable about these scumbags, and it, it's a hook. It brings you in. You want to watch them. I mean, Devin, you know, season three, we got we got a, a wow, heightened. Wow, the facts keep coming, ladies and gentlemen. A, a heightened scumbag, but he's compelling. No man, this Devin season, was awesome on the show. And exactly, he, and, and he was despicable. Exactly. Exactly. This season, we've got nothing but scumbags, and not one of them is interesting. I am like, where is Mo? I'm happy to see that he's getting love on Reddit. I'm happy to hear he's getting love on Reddit. I feel like I would also be like him in the house because I'd be like, oh, y'all suck. You're just like not like you're bad, but uh, but then you're not fun. Here's something I just found out. You know, Zach. I knew I hated that guy. Yeah. His name is Z-A-K. Did you know that? I did. That's yeah. how he spells it. Yeah. Oh, that guy's despicable. <laughs> despicable you know what? i think we're gonna be seeing some more of him because i follow alexis um on instagram and she has like posted a picture of them dancing together so i don't know if the, he's like hanging out with the are you the one people but you know, you know who he is american more unlikable kyle Kyle, Kyle oh, from the challenge. Oh, interesting. You know Kyle I mean? Christie. He's a t- you know what? He's not as. You don't he, think so? I don't because I think Kyle Christie is like in his interviews. That guy's a joker. No, he, he's unlike. Listen, he, Zach is this, not bringing the joke. But this guy's just all he wants to do is like have women fight over him and then like screw over a bunch of women and just you know have sex with these women and then like when they fight like he kind of looks around he's like looks like all the eyes are on me again he has like this smile this little wink to the camera yeah and honestly the whole show's been about him yeah pretty much i mean there's three relationships there's three relationships they follow and honestly one is more despicable than the next honestly oh you know what okay wait let me i have like four things to say from this conversation first and foremost kyle christie the challenge that you're comparing zach to he's a perfect example of a of a scumbag with charisma who is watchable who you want to see in action uh the second thing i was thinking of is alexis eddie from season um six of are you the one also like fascinating watchable charismatic character that is pretty questionable in her actions third thing i wanted to say oh what was it what was it um was it that i don't like bria damn i've already forgotten i got too excited take over while i think about it here we go this is what i need to say about this show the the fact that multiple storylines and, and guys plug your ears you're not going to want to hear this if you're under the age of 55 multiple storylines on this show hinge on somebody giving another person a blowjob mm-hmm. that is 75 percent <laughs> of the drama that is stirred up on this season so far mm-hmm. i don't remember this being a huge thing mm-hmm. in the other seasons not that i'm trying to sex shame anybody you do what you do but the fact that that's all that that's all that MTV was given to 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 hinge a, an, a dramatic moment on, and, and and they have to use it multiple times on this show is strange. It strikes me as odd, even for uh, a, a cesspool that is uh, Are You the One. I agree. I agree with you. It is um, very BJ-central. There's a lot of talk about BJ's 
Um, I will say I remember what I was going to say, which is that there is someone that I like in the house besides Mo, and I hate that I like him, and it just goes to show you how effed up this cast is. That is Cam. I like Cam, the Trump supporter. What? I like him. That guy with his backward hat choices? I like him. He seems he seems like he's nice. No, no. <laughs> and he was the one that I thought I was going to hate just purely based on politics. No, no. Wrong. I like him. Wrong. He's a nice guy. He was sweet to uh, Kenya. Is that her name? Kyla? Kaylee? I don't know. When she, when her ex-boyfriend came back um, and he was a dick, Cam stood up to him. He got, that ex-boyfriend threw his beer in his face and Cam like just was acted like such a gentleman and he's, um, I don't know, he just seems nice. He He's redeemable. He hasn't been funny. Uh, I need someone to be funny on this show. I guess Lewis is kind of being funny, but he's not getting that much camera action. Lewis is funny. I forgot about Lewis. He's Lewis not really is doing funny. Mu- he's not really doing much. I like Lewis. We, I like Lewis too, but we haven't seen him since he went on that date and the girl fell off the horse. That was really the last yeah, episode. He was in a. He was in a. Uh, he was in a love Beach. triangle that hinged on a BJ. It, uh, this is what I'm saying. I actually forgot about that one. Any, anyway. You're thinking about the BJ from this week. Yes. Yeah. Lots of BJs going around. Oh, um, my Lord. Anyway, so that's already the one. On From from that uh, group of despicable uh, humans to another group of despicable humans, we watched the whole season of Making It on NBC this so week, guys. Yeah. The very wholesome craft show yeah. starring Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. Yep. Um, it's basically the Great British Bake Off, but with crafts. And it's heartwarming. It's fun to watch. Um, it's pretty vanilla. I will say there's like little comedy segments between Amy and Nick that were, you know, fine. Uh, I found I found watching the contestants uh, make stuff to be the most interesting part of the show. You liked the making it. I liked the making it of making it. It was that was it was definitely they were like let's do Great British Baking Show but we'll do it with crafts and it kind of works. I don't know why it wasn't as compelling as the Great British Baking Show. Yeah. Um. I don't know why I was a little more put off by this than that. It just wasn't the same. I mean, they're going for wholesome and and they're really shoving that down our throats. I mean, in the beginning of the show, they say like, when there's so much bad stuff going on in the world, we thought we would make something good. And it's like the great, they're like, they're saying they're basically saying we are doing the Great British Bake Off vibe. But the Great British Bake Off is doing that organically. Right. And, and they, they're really sort of are pushing that, hey, no, man, this is just about, you know, uh, enjoying things. Yeah. And then, like, they, you know, the winner get got $100,000? Is that what it was? Uh, 50000 a lot of money. They got a lot of money. But And they would mention that, and then Amy Poehler in the beginning would go, but we don't talk about that that much. It's not it's about not, the it's money. It's not about the money. It's about making stuff. And it's, like, interesting, because Great British Baking Show, I don't think you win shit. Yeah, do you win money? I don't think you do. I don't. I think you just win like recognition, you, you bragging get, rights, and it and it is great bragging rights. And you could probably start a business off of it. I mean, most of them have started, yeah. or at least sold a cookbook, yeah. that sort of thing. I mean, um, you, Nadia it, sure. has a big empire now. I'm sure you're being paid to be on the show. I assume. I maybe. I, mean, I, don't I think know. so. It's public I th- access, right? I don't think so. I think it's the BBC. Oh, okay. 
the British Broadcasting Company. Oh, okay. So, um, I think I, no, just because it went to, it, is, it went to PBS, yeah. and then I was like, maybe it's the, the, you know, the who knows? They better be getting something. Uh, at least a hundred, at least a grand, a grand. each episode. Flip them, flip them a few pounds, man. Making it was good. It just wasn't as compelling as Great British Bake Off. I wonder if that's because it wasn't food. Yeah, I am probably more interested in stuff that you can eat. Because uh, honestly, the evaluations on making it kind of were arbitrary. Uh, like, uh, they didn't really matter. It these was, people were making incredible things that I could not do in a few hours. Like, woodworking and just intricate weaving. Some of the shit was great. I didn't really need to see so many, like, models of things. Like, this is what my house looks like in a fish tank. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, they were not very useful yeah uh, possibly that wasn't really interesting so like it was they would have to like kind of grade people's art yeah at the end that's and weird and then they would be like mm, and, and it would be like four incredible things yeah in, for different reasons and then they'd be like i like this one because the fish tank was yeah. really utilized in a way it's like it is crafts, but it's not like these are they're they're like making you know uh, um, uh, dream catchers. You know what I mean? It was You're like right. incredible, like miniature models of things. Well, or, and big they did big stuff huge, too. Yeah, like but huge puppet looking things. I and, think you're bringing up the issue that I had with it um, that I didn't realize until you said this now, which is that they are judging people's creativity, which is so subjective. And they they say like, I remember one guy, they were like, you're just not, you're not getting like dark enough yeah. for us. And yeah, it's, it's like, like, well, maybe cares? that's what his artistic voice is. Like, yeah. who are you to tell him that his artistic voice isn't, isn't up to your standards you're not judging the craftsmanship you are literally judging the content and on the great british baking show it's like yes that is part of it we're yeah. like yeah it, it's got to look nice that's right. part of it but like honestly if something you could tell because there was there's a standard yeah for what well, it's craftsmanship. It, it, craftsmanship first over artistic vision. Because on the Great British Bake Show, Great British Bake Off, whatever you want to call it, you could have like this incredibly cool looking thing. But if you cut it open and it's not done in the middle, you're not winning first place. Yes. But but also like if it's if something looks like it could be sold in like a bakery window. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're going to be like, wow, that you could really that they would often mention that. Helps, that helps for that sure. You're like this is this is like uh top of the line yeah, craftsmanship as far good. as this cake or this Swiss roll or whatever they're doing that week. Um, but in the end, if it tastes like shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we all have the same taste buds and we all, um, there is a standard of what a sweet tastes like, what a right. pastry should taste like. Right. Especially because they're being assigned, you know, oftentimes on that show, like make me like a, a, a meringue. Yeah. A meringue tastes a certain way. Right. Do you know what I mean? So totally. when, when they're like, Make something that is, uh, you know, I, I did a British accent for like some something. dumb reason. Um, like, what's an example of something we saw in making it? Um, we saw a snack tray that was made. Right, but we like a saw... prompt. What are one of the prompts that they would give them? Um, make us. Oh, they'd be like, uh, <laughs> I just remembered. Uh, they'd be like, um, here's like a front porch. Like, dress this front porch for a holiday. For a holiday. Yeah, they did that. And it's like, yeah, okay, like that one looked like a cool Halloween thing. Like, yeah. it was like, guy made like almost a haunted house. Yeah. Uh, that guy said, um, uh, that guy made like a a, a great uh, a Fourth of July thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, a lot of Uncle Sam's, very mm -hmm. patriotic, and like each of them looked really good. Then they'd have to look at them and be like, "This one just 
doesn't pop in the way. It's like you yeah. can't grade somebody on what pops. And yes, there are judges. I understand that. They uh, are uh, important and whatever. One of the person was like an Etsy curator. She was, the, yeah, she's like the head of Etsy trend marketing. And okay. then the other person was um, Barney's window display Simon curator. Simon yeah, he was cool. I want to watch a show about him. He's the creative ambassador at large of the New York City-based clothing store Barney's. Yes. What does that have to do with like dressing a front porch or like making a, a, a model of where you grew up? I want to argue with you about this. It's just like I don't feel like the, the, there was. I there think were, that gives him. I think it gives him a, a, a soapbox to stand on. Here's what they were. Here's what they were missing. Yeah. A specialty judge each each episode to come in who is like the top of the line for industry standard for this challenge that we're doing. Like an expert on an expert. Uh, uh, on porch decorations. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should. They should have had it. They should have had it because this guy he do, he is responsible for um you know Saks Fifth Avenue window. Uh, I mean um, the Barney's windows or are or Barney's incredible. Windi- windows. Yeah. Yes. But like not every week were they doing a window dressing competition. Like why does he, why does it matter if we're making a model airplanes this week? You know what I mean? Yeah. I see what you're saying. It it was, don't get me wrong people. It's a cute watch. It was a cute watch and we did finish the entire season. So that is something to be said because Nick and I are, we are quick to turn off a reality television show. that. Yeah. We're not going to stick with something. Listen to our, uh, our talk about our TLC run. Oh my God. We, we tried to watch a, one show on TLC and we ended up watching 10 minutes of 40 shows. And, and we're going to go back to a lot of those shows. I I'm think. never watching another TLC show. I'm done with TLC. I was into it. I was into it. Reality. Um, but I will say that, you know, as much as I did, um, as much as the fact that we did watch this, we did finish it, it didn't hook me. If there's a season two, I'm not sure I'll watch it. You know, whereas every time a new great, great British Bake Off pops up on Netflix, or like, oh, this is exciting. Which, yeah, which one did? Yeah, and which we one haven't did? Watched it yet. We should watch it, but we we do talk about that show a lot on. But here. we're gonna watch it. I don't sure. doubt that we we're gonna watch it. We never finished the one that they offered the recent season that they offered on the PBS app because we realized we had to buy into the PBS app yeah. to watch the rest of the season, we and we never finish did that. Wow. Do we? Or do yeah. you not care anymore? I, I do just don't care. care. I care. I want to finish. It. I want to finish it. I know we will finish it. I know we will watch this next season. Making it, I'm not sure. Mm. Now, you know, there's something I do really want to watch. What? And listeners, if you're watching this, write in uh, to realityblowspodcast at gmail.com and tell us if we should watch this. I want to watch Love Island. Uh, which one's that? It is a British reality show. Mm. And a lot of people um, in my in our world in, in our little comedy world have asked me if I'm watching it, and and a lot of people I mean too, uh, because they think of me as uh, watching the only person they know who watches reality television, and so this is show is actually getting people who don't watch reality television to watch it, and yet we haven't watched it, so we need to watch it, Nick. It is a Bachelor in Paradise type show, I think. Why not just watch Bachelor in Paradise? I've well, never seen any of. It's different. It's different somehow. I don't know if it's like the contestants get um, sent home based on viewer votes or I don't know. Mm. But I know that people are super obsessed. Well, uh, the other one that people are very obsessed with is 90 Day Fiance. I'm never going to watch that. Um, apparently, there is a <laughs> spinoff of 90 Day Fiance that's even better than 90 Day Fiance, which is um, 
90 day fiance before the 90 days. So 180 day fiance? Well, no, it's like basically 90 day fiance is the day uh, before. I think it's the the people ninety day fiance is them meeting, and I think uh, the before the ninety days is them like talking to one another possibly yeah. and preparing to meet each other. I can't, I don't know yet, but I have watched a couple episodes of ninety day fiance. It's in, it's insane. Something um, about people putting marriage on the line makes me not want to watch it. I'm I not like sure it. why. I like it. I think you it's do. Cra- I think it's crazy. Yeah, I like it. Oh, we should have Julia Solomon, past podcast guest on the show, because I think she's watching it as well. Yeah, it's a big thing because... Um, okay, a, fine. A ma- I'll watch a, it. Well, well, a major <laughs> league reality show podcast. I, I don't want to give anybody else press, but a oh. major league reality show podcast has put out the call to action saying that this is the show. Oh. Um, yeah, don't I don't want to give... I don't want to... You know, I don't want them to look and see a spike in the numbers and know that that's because of us. Yeah, we're the only ones you guys are listening to right and you're gonna listen to us every single week especially when we recap uh the challenge which will be out on wednesday morning guys that was the show thank you so much for listening uh as ashley mentioned before if you want to email us you will email us realityblowspodcast at gmail.com if you want to contact us on twitter you can find us at realityblowspod you can find ashley at Ashley B. Roberts on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram by searching my name, Nick Maritato. That's M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. That is my moniker, my real name. <laughs> and for the love of God, give us five stars on the Apple Podcast app. Yeah, please do it. Give us a Rate us and review us. It, it would be very, very nice. We need for, to know that someone's listening to this podcast besides our parents. It's important for us. And yes, don't worry. I appreciate all of our parents who listen to this. Every single parent. Um, all the parents out there that contact us. Okay. Uh, please uh, take care of your children. Um, oh, is that not how we end? Is that <laughs> that's not how weird. we end? I thought that's how we ended. No. That's, we've n- okay. Uh, please take care of your children. Um, mm, and everyone. And also with you. And ta-da. Let's make it. Great. Ha, ha, ha.